I ended last time, so I, I do the intro. Hello. Welcome to the RC Launch Air Pilots Podcast. I'm Derek. I'm Steven. Thank you for joining us. Again, if you've made it this far, this is episode six. Yay! Sweet. We've been doing this. That makes almost two months we've been doing this. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. For the estimated 11 of you that listen and the estimated seven of you that watch... Actually, the thank you. Like those are subscribers. Yes, but it's about fifty that are watching. Oh, really? Fifty yeah. individual? Well, I don't know if they're individual or if they just keep the same people keep watching it over and over again. Mm. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Whoever uh, you are, thank you. A couple of the videos are really are doing really good. Thank you very much. We appreciate the support. Um, it's it's awesome. So before we get too far in, make sure if you're watching this on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff that everyone always says. And if you're listening to us on any of the uh, podcast platforms, be sure to hit that subscribe button. And I don't, each one's different, so I don't know how to. And if you can, go ahead and leave us a review too. Oh yeah, there you go. Give us a review if you like what we're doing. Tell your friends. Give us a comment also. Yes. Um, wherever us. you can do that. So reviews and comments and uh, uh, and whatnot. It's, we yep. like it. It's it's. <laughs> All the it's 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 it's. All right. But thank you. So uh, should we move forward with? Yes, we shall. This last two weeks was kind of rough for a lot of us. A lot of things changed. So it's been busy for us. Yeah. Um, so uh, hopefully we'll still bring some valuable content to you today. Mm -hmm. um, but Derek, what do you got going on? What's your news? What's your news? So I, I, this has been a slow couple weeks for me, RC-wise. Um, my wife and I did a little pre-baby early anniversary trip. So I was gone for a good portion of last week. And this week's been kind of slow. But I... Uh, so in preparation for SOAR Utah, I've done a couple things. First off, I bought my AMA license. Sweet. How much did that cost? $75. Okay. Okay. So we'll give a quick breakdown. Um, so This is what he was looking up yeah, this, I looked pre this up before, before we got started, yep. but not before we were. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what the AMA, AMA is, it's the Academy of Model Aeronautics, and it is like the overall grand overarching club of RC everything. Okay. Not even RC. They do, so control line, free flight, model rocketry, oh. jets, turbines. Wow. Just all model aircraft. Very cool. Okay. And purchasing a license through them gives you not only access to a bunch of cool stuff that they have, but also insurance coverage. Oh, so oh. if yeah, okay. So if you're, I, Say, I haven't looked up the ran, details. Run your glider into your friend's eye, and I need to go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, he brought it up this time. I didn't. I was going to let it slide. <laughs> it's a perfect example, though. So but it's you cool. didn't have to go to the hospital. No, I didn't. So <laughs> there's a couple different memberships you can get. I bought the full membership, which is the main, the big one. Okay, it's seventy five dollars a year. Okay, so really not bad. Yeah, not a whole lot. Um, but what it gets you is, let's see here, I can get additional family members, $38 each. Oh. So I can get family members cheaper. But I get, it gives me 2.5 million personal, personal liability insurance coverage. Wow. I have no idea what that means. And from what I hear, all of the insurance coverages are after my own insurance. Oh, okay. Stuff, I think. 
Okay, so uh, it I hits you need... first, and then and then AMA if, if, takes if over. needed, they they take over. Yeah. Okay. So and I but for there's... I mean that that's fair for seventy five dollars. That's yeah. that's not too bad. Then twenty five thousand medical coverage, and AD and D policy. So accidental death and dismemberment. Yeah, with a ten thousand dollar death benefit. Oh wow! Yeah, thousand um, dollar fire, theft, and vandalism coverage. Okay. So that's the insurance stuff. So pretty decent insurance for if you're out flying, because as we know, if you're flying either turbines, yeah, or internal combustions, you, it, those things can get squirrely. If, and, and I've seen people lose fingers because of the. Oh yeah. Cranking up those engines. Yeah. So, but then I also get a model aviation monthly magazine. Okay, cool. I, I get that print. Um, there's a members only section of the AMA website. I haven't figured out what that is yet. So but you get it should a be log cool. into that. All right. Yeah. Um, I am the ability to fly at thousands of AMA chartered club sites with appropriate club memberships. So I can now, all clubs that are sanctioned by the AMA require AMA membership to fly. Because of the insurance coverage and stuff, yeah, because um, you get an AMA number that they that you, when you register and that is how they track all that. Very cool. So I have my AMA number. My card is on the way, and I will be able to fly at Soar, Utah. That I is awesome. I'm so excited. So and then there's a whole bunch of other cool stuff, um, and then they've got it allows so the full membership. It says allows you to fly planes over two pounds and greater than 60 miles an hour, and you can fly internal combustion engines. You can do that anyway, but if you want the coverage for flying those things, yeah, you have to get the full membership. You can't use their lesser membership. Okay. So. And that's just for the uh, the coverage, the insurance coverage As far stuff. as I understand, yeah. Okay. So, but there's some pretty cool stuff, and I'm excited. Um, a lot of times when you go to events... Nice bounce. Events and <laughs> club meetings, they don't always require you to be a member of a club. You just have to have your AMA coverage. Yeah. You know, if you have your AMA number, they'll let you fly and they'll encourage you to join the club. But most of the time, like at the SOAR Utah, you don't have to be a member of the Intermountain Slope SOARs of Utah. You just... They, they just want you to be They just AMA, want you to come. Right? They, you need to be AMA. They'll, they, if you're going to fly. Yeah, if you're going to fly. So, yeah. So, that is my news. I am super excited for that because I've also done some work to prepare myself for SOAR Utah and having my AMA license and number is getting me there. That's, so. that's pretty awesome. Yours is way better than mine. Yeah. So. Let's, hear, let's hear your news. I got a job. Yay. Which is good. Because COVID is stupid. Yeah. Um, we also went on vacation that's just right, last week. Um, for, for a few days and I had a birthday. So, so you're 44, 44 now. And so between oh, all of that, old. I flew very little this week yeah. and did very little and last week and did very little with RC stuff. So you didn't do any work on Senor Elf? Yeah. Yeah. Senor Elf is still broken in my office. Man. I, 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 I and I, it's like. Oh, look at the beautiful weather. I can't fly. Well, it is like <laughs> I get it because you fixed it twice now. Yeah. The third time is like, okay. And I I, I want to fix it and this I have it in a place where I look at it all of the time and I think I need to fix that. But it's really disheartening after the third time. It's yeah. like, man. It really, really <laughs> is. 
really, really rough because I need to tear it completely apart again. And I haven't even because the cylinder, yeah. I mean, the servos are still attached to the nose. Um, so I have to pull those off. Yeah. Strip off the glue, clean it up a little bit, fix the dowel to fit inside and everything. I mean, it's not going to take me, but I, I bet, bet I could get, get it done in probably an hour to an hour Maybe and a half. Maybe two at most. Yeah, at most. I don't think it would take me two, but I yeah. mean... Between an hour, an hour and a half. Um, but it's still, you have to do it again. I do. But I want to go fly it. Yeah. No, for sure. But I can't. I know. <laughs> and I'm actually a little terrified to fly it. I'm assuming I'm just going to crash it again and and break it. Um, we just uh, need to get you on a simulator. Again. Like, maybe, here's what I need to do. I need to get you my Phoenix RC simulator. Okay. And the dongle that goes with it. Help you get it set up on your computer, and you can slope soar all day long at home. That'd be fun. Not well. You don't have all day long anymore because you now have a job. I have a job now, so <laughs> which is great. <laughs> it's yay, but you have less time. Yeah. So maybe maybe we'll do that one of these days. We'll get you set up on that so you can practice on something that doesn't need fixing constantly. Um. Very good. Very good. So with my new products, I haven't ordered anything yet. So I have nothing new on my plate for products that I'm using. Nothing at all. Nothing um, old that you've kept using again or still using? No, I did, I, I did spend a little bit of time um, with my Arduino and looking at that to hook up the controller. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did do that like the beginning of last week. Um, I spent a couple hours uh, looking at that, um, figuring some things out there. Figuring out how to connect your FreeSky receiver to it? Yeah, okay. that that would be, that's going to be relatively simple, but I got to decide what I'm going to do with it. Mm, yeah. So right now, um, I'm, I'm not doing anything with that, but I, it, I mean, I could probably have something working within three or four hours. Yeah. Coded and everything. Okay. I don't think it would take me that long. Um, the biggest would be just deciding how to decipher the signal that is coming in. Mm, yeah, that's going to be the tricky part. Yeah, so once, okay. uh, once I get a readout of what that looks like and decide how I'm going to utilize that, the code will be easy. I can get it to do whatever I want. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, it, I could make it open trash cans. I mean, yeah. whatever. Um, so, but I did play around with that, looked at that a little bit, um, but nothing. I mean, that was it. So, that's all sorts of fun. Yeah. How about you? And sad. Yeah, it really is. So I've I got one new product. So if you remember in our last episode, just before we recorded, I think that day or a day or so before, I had placed the order for my. New FreeSky receiver. Yes. The Archer GR6. Yes. Did you get that? It came in so fast. Awesome. Like, it shipped from Hong Kong. Well, excuse me. It shipped from Shenzhen to Hong Kong and then to the U.S. The extra $9 I paid for shipping to get it here that fast? Yeah. Absolutely worth it right now. <laughs> like, so I it, when COVID first started happening, I ordered a the kit for my foam board cutter from oh, China. Yeah. That took two and a half months to get here. Oh, so rough. And shipping has gotten worse since then, but this, like it shipped through DHL. Yeah. I'm so happy with them. Yeah. That DHL, was awesome. Internationally, DHL does a, generally does a really good job. Yeah. I was very impressed. Yeah. I was super sketched out by them, but they did great. 
it showed up. Um, I thought it was going to be a day, like, it, I thought it was going to arrive after I was on my trip. It showed up the day I left instead. <laughs> so I was able, but I was able to reroute it and tell it, I'm not going to be home. Send it to my neighbor's house. Oh, really? They delivered it to Rob's house for me. What? That's awesome. Yeah. So I picked it up on my way home from work before I went on my trip because <laughs> it came a day early. I was expecting it to arrive while I was gone. Oh, very cool. But I have that. I've set it up to my receiver. I have it set. It's so cool. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to grab my thing. Careful. So it's super He's tiny. grab his thing. Not that thing. It's a good thing this isn't technically a kid's show. <laughs> so it's super tiny. <laughs> the receiver is super tiny. I, I'm not saying anything. No, you're just laughing. So this is the receiver. Wow. Here. So it's got a hard plastic case. Wow. Um, it's got five sets of pins sticking out the front, and then a sixth set of pins going flat along the bottom, sticking backwards. And that's where I'm going to stick my power. So real quick, I'll pull this up onto the video. So really nice, and it's got the same smart port S-Bus plug that all their latest receivers have. It came with an extra set of antennas that are supposed to be what? much nicer. I haven't bothered to play with them yet. So, But this thing has a built-in altimeter and variometer. Come with the, the cable for yes, this, too? Yes, it did. Wow, that's awesome. So I have it set up so that when I, I have no when I have it in my quote-unquote default mode that I've set, no, it's just a standard receiver. I flip one switch, and it'll read out the altitude every 10 seconds. I have another switch that'll turn on the variometer beep, so it'll change, it'll play a tone, and the tone will adjust as I'm ascending and descending. And then I have another switch that will reset the alt what it determines to be zero altitude. It'll reset that to zero. So no matter where I'm flying, where I launch, it I can set zero. to zero. So How much I know did what this I've, cost. Uh, that cost thirty five dollars. Oh, I totally need this for my glider. Yeah. So for the glider series, Free Sky, the Archer ones, well, any of them. Which th this is a glider series, right? Yeah, because it's a G. G the GR six. Yeah. They make a GR six and a GR eight. Who needs eight for a glider? What are we putting that on? I mean, um, how big of a glider is that? That would be at least three meters, because you'd then have. Well, you could do it on a two-meter well, glider. You, so you'd have your... Ailerons, flaps. So that's four servos right there. Yeah. And then elevator and rudder. That's yeah. six. Yeah, I guess. And that's... then some have spoilers. Some have three sets of wing control surfaces. So flaps, mid-flaps, and ailerons. Whoa. And but that's a, that's a... That's a huge old glider. That's a big glider. That's, that, that's you're using another plane to take you up. Well, you could slope soar that. Just well, leave. yeah. That's just a 20-pound glider. Yeah, you just have somebody else that throws it. You have two people that throw it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them fly. They're so cool. This is pretty awesome. So yeah. those so, of you on the video, you got to see it. It's super, super tiny. I'll put a link for it in um, the description. I ordered this through HorusRC.com. So it is Free Sky's worldwide official dealer website. We'll have a link in... Yeah. We'll have links through depending on how you're viewing this or consuming this it'll be in our show notes there'll be links and notes and stuff like that yeah. so check it out look for it i want one of these this is awesome it's really nice and it's tiny it weighs 
like nothing. It's it's lighter than my four channel that I have in my glider right now. Yeah, I'm really impressed. They did a great job with this. So and binding it was super easy. And this is the one that has over the air updates, right? So yes. when they come out with an update for it, you can just push it from your transmitter. Uh huh. That is. I never have to plug it in again. I never have to touch the bind button again. Once you've bound to it. Once it's bound to my receiver or my transmitter, I never have to push the bind button again. I can bind it to whatever model I want without touching buttons because my re receiver or my transmitter already knows its code and everything. That I is can just transfer. That it. is super awesome. So have you bound it to your your? Uh-huh. I have because I've, I've I mean, set it up and I've I set it up. I turned on the tones and everything and I was sitting there at my desk raising and lowering and raising and lowering. And, and it was working? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And it's, it's. I am jealous. It's down to point. It can. It's accurate to point one meters. Point one meters. I think so. Hang on. A tenth of a meter. Wow. What's that? About three inches. Roughly for those. Whatever in ten centimeters is. Yeah, about approximately three meters. I mean, <laughs> three inches. That jumped. Yeah, I don't know what you're looking for. The box that I, I pulled it out of. There it is. Okay, found it. Sorry. <laughs> it's not my office. I don't know. <laughs> no, but I'm in the middle of rearranging it. <laughs> yeah, you are. Plus, you were taking apart some other stuff, too. Yeah, I'll tell you about that in a bit. So, let's see here. So, these are the stats from these it. These are the stats. It's four and a half grams. That is its weight. Dimensions, it is 33 millimeters by 15 by 9.7. Um, operating voltage is 3.5 to 10 volts. 3.5 to yeah. 10? Nice. Okay. Altimeter range and resolution, negative 700 meters to 10,000 meters at 0.1 meter. Whoa. So it's it's got a huge range it can track. Oh, yeah. And accurate to 0.1 meter. Um, and its vertical speed range is plus or minus 10 meters per second. So the vertical speed is a little off, but honestly, that's not a big deal. No, but I, this would help me ton being able to really tell would. if my flyer, because sometimes it, it's just angled it a certain way. I can't tell. Sometimes I can't even tell which way it's facing. Yeah. Um, and that knowing like, oh, it's actually falling right now or it's going up. Yeah. And that's when like the tones that it plays are nice because yeah. it'll beep faster and higher as you're climbing and it'll slow. It'll be like a dead monotone when you're pretty level. And then as you descend, it'll give a really slow, low beep. Uh, it's really so cool. That so I, okay, that so. is my new toy. Aloft still doesn't have them in stock. I look forward to when they do because that'll just make it faster to get them here. Yeah. But I will be ordering. But Horus does. HorusRC.com. HorusRC.com. They do. I will warn you now the link I am putting is an affiliate link. So we if you have a problem if, with that. If if you feel like, like, I've, we've been putting affiliate links in our description. So if, yeah. it'll, it'll help us out if you like what we're doing and you want some of this stuff anyway. So. But that is that is my new toy. That is awesome. It is awesome. It's going in my spirit. The big two-meter glider above your head that has the wings on it today. Whoa. When did you put the wings on? Uh, earlier this week. Because you fixed the nose yep. two weeks ago. Early, uh, yeah. So, so we'll move on to project updates. Real, or 
Yeah, we, we'll jump around a bit today. Sure. Okay. Go out of... Go, I mean, th- that falls in with what you're doing here. Yeah, exactly. So this... I'm putting the GR6 in my Great Plains Spirit 2-meter glider. Which we talked a lot about. We and did. the video of him fixing it is out there somewhere. Nope. No, the Instagram. You can There's an Instagram it, post with Catch it. it on Instagram. You can see what happened. So this is a 2-meter glider... Elevator and aileron, or elevator and rudder control only. It's got a polyhedral wing, so no ailerons. It's a. Everyone says it's an amazing plane. I'm sure it is. I haven't had good opportunities to fly it, but I so because I broke the nose off as I told you guys last time. I got the nose put back on and I put covering over the nose, so now there's a big red patch over the nose, which looks awesome. It actually doesn't look too bad, um, but it just shows off where I crashed it. How uh, does that? Because you put balsa in there, did that change the weight of the nose at all? I don't know. I'm not too worried about it because it originally had like a couple ounces of lead weight in the front. Oh, okay. So now I just put less lead weight. But I I do need to balance it out because when I originally crashed it, I broke the canopy. Ah. And I made myself a new one that sits on there flat and that I can then put my GoPro on. Oh, very nice. So I'm going, I need to refigure out the balance for it with the GoPro, the GoPro and everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because I also have a different GoPro than I did when I first flew this. So Very I will have cool. to put some weight in. Um, with that, I have found that this glider, so it came in as, as an ARF kit, so almost ready to fly. Yeah. So my father-in-law just had to do a little assembly, add in the electronics, and he was good to go. Yeah. It has the option for spoilers. <laughs> I just have to cut them out. <laughs> so what spoilers do is their little flaps if you look if you ever watch the wing of a real airplane as it's flying when it's coming yeah. in to land these flaps will pop up and stick straight up out of the top yeah those are spoilers what they're doing is they're killing the airflow and okay ki- killing the lift so that it slows the plane down and causes it to fall so you put those on a glider and it helps you bring it into land when it's cooking across the slope so that's awesome. I just need to find a servo and I will set those up. I may or may not have it ready for Soar Utah. If I do, it'll be awesome. If not, it'll be awesome when I do get it set up. Yeah, I'm I that that looks that looks fun to fly. It's a huge airplane. It's yeah, it 2 is. meters wide and 1 meter long. How does that fit in your car? The wings come apart in two pieces. Oh, okay. That makes that that's, makes more sense. That's how I've had it stored and you've never noticed it. Nope. I never have. So yeah, so my sp- and I've patched a couple holes where the uh, mo- the original mono coat on it, I think it was actually ultra coat. Either way, the covering on it, um, there were a couple holes in it, and there's still a couple more that I found since then that I need to patch. There's one in the horizontal stabilizer you yeah. can see there. Um, so I need to get those patched up, but that's super easy. And one of these days, I may uncover and recover the entire thing because the covering's super old. But it still looks nice. It still does. I mean, you can wipe it down a little bit because there's a couple but spots, that, a little yeah. dirt. But and for those of you who are watching the video, you can see we're looking up. And that's because it's right there. It's, yeah. So I'll get pictures the rest and of video, you, of, it, video yeah. of it out. So so that is my latest toy and my latest projects. Well, one of my latest projects, but we'll we'll let you talk now. Yeah, well, <laughs> well I mean, you really have done more than me. So while mm. I, I'll... Um, obviously I didn't have any latest Which projects, sad, but cause I've done nothing. Yeah. What, what I'll do is, is I'm going to talk about my latest outing and then we, you can do your latest outing after I talk about my product. Okay, absolutely. And so my latest outing was actually while we were on vacation, I took my DJI drone. It's mm-hmm. the Mavic air. 
and um, took it up there and was just flying around a little bit. And I showed my brother-in-law how to fly it. He was actually a little nervous yeah, uh, to fly it. Seven hundred dollar drone. I'm nervous too. <laughs> it flies itself. I, I, like, that makes that honestly makes me more nervous. <laughs> he was he was pretty nervous, um, but we flew it around for a while. Um, I took up my three batteries, and I mean it was just relaxed, just flying around in the campsite that we were at, and um, the kids thought it was awesome. <laughs> and then I showed him how to control it because that one you can control it with hand motions and stuff like that. Showed mm, him how to do right. that, and did, like I said, it flies itself. It really does. Yeah. It, and then I put it in sports mode and showed him what it could do. And he's like, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was, I mean, not much, but I did get, I, I flew a little bit. Um, but between the vacation and working, it killed my flying time. And yep. breaking my Oh, I did glider. have another outing, but I'll, tell, I'll talk about it later. I forgot about this Well, one. you haven't even talked about your outings yet. so That's right, but I have, list, I have none listed on there, but it's, yeah, it's a lie, so I'll talk about it. So the other thing is, since I did have a birthday, uh, my wife's going to get me my first few parts for building my own FPV racing drone. Awesome. So that is going to be... Oh, call it's probably going to take me a couple months um but Together we've talked about pieces. we've talked about our friend rob mm -hmm. he's got a lot of insider information so i'm going to sit down with him and talk to him about kind of the parts he decided to go with and some things to get some ideas of how i want to run uh, i'll talk to derek obviously about it also because i'm such a pro at all these things yes well you do more research than i do which is strange but it's because uh, I, I have a thing where I tend to get buyer's remorse really fast and really easy. <laughs> so to help with that, I research the crap out of anything I buy. So you feel very comfortable about And then I just trust your research. Yeah. Um, so I am looking forward to that. Um, the 100 bucks that I've got for my birthday to, to go do that is not going to get me everything I need. That'll get you like half of it then. Um, but yeah, it should get me my frame. It should get me my uh, controller. Not my controller. Receiver. Yeah. My receiver. My flight controller. And you can get one of the new Archer flight or Archer receivers. Oh. Because have they have ones that are built that are just like plug into a flight, that are designed for plugging into a flight controller. I will have to look at that. Yeah. So. Awesome. But yeah, so that's that's the next thing on my project list besides fixing my Alpha. If, if nothing, I just want to fix it so when I get the urge, I can go fly. Yeah. Because right now, I, I'm like, oh, I want to go fly. And I look at it, I'm like, sad. <laughs> sad face. Not going to go fly. So you said, even though on the notes, you say you don't have anything, but you did remember you went out on I that. I did. Where did you go? So two weeks ago, Sunday... I went and we went over to my father-in-law's for dinner. Okay. And I took my my DLG to show him, and yeah. then I took the little plane, yeah. the little. I actually, we talked it. about that last yeah. week, last time. Yeah, my little C seventeen C one thirty thing. That thing flies amazingly. It does, except when there's wind. <laughs> Which I was, I was afraid of that. Like yeah. how light it was. I, I like, I was surprised on how well it did fly. Mm -hmm. So you did find out that wind and it do not get along. Yeah. So I took my father-in-law out to just a park by his house. Uh-huh. 
which is a nice open park, lots of space. But the problem is, is it's ringed with trees. Mm, obstacles. Yeah. But worse than that is when there's wind blowing over a ring of trees, it creates a whole lot of turbulence and downdrafts and just <laughs> weird wind currents. The wind was being weird that day anyway. I had a hard time flying my glider. Oh, really? Yeah, like I'd whip it up and get it above the trees, and I'd be in the wind, and then I'd get down below the trees, and the and wind would just... completely change. Yeah. It was a nightmare. But I got So I flew that for a bit, let him try flying it for a bit. He did well. Um, and then when we were getting ready to go, I pulled out the little gray airplane, got it up in the air, and I flew it, and I did one loop with it, and then took it, and it started going downwind, and I'm like, ah, oh, bugger. And I tried to turn out of it. I had a hard time doing that, so I just chopped the throttle, and it just glided itself straight into a tree. Oh. So how much? Didn't hurt it at all. Oh, so uh, that's why the like that's the question. How much repair do you have to do? Well, it did more damage to my legs from climbing the tree. <laughs> I got a couple cuts and scrapes as I climbed up to get it, but I got it. <laughs> and it and it flies still. Did you check it after yeah. you flew? And it flies still. It's still fine. See, I mean, you're a giant, but I guess you need to grab her or not. You know, put it twenty feet up into a tree. Yeah. I mean, that's just yeah. So yeah, that's how that went. That was my only outing. Still a good time. Still had fun. Um, looking forward to next outings and stuff. Looking forward to Soar Utah. Yeah, um, I don't think two I'll weeks. Be, I don't think I'll be going to Soar Utah to this now because my new schedule. Are you working work. Saturdays? No, I I could go Saturday, but isn't Soar Utah three days? It's Thursday through Monday. Yeah, four days, five days. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, yeah five, five days. days. Yeah, I might be able to go Saturday. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely going Saturday. I might go parts of Sunday as well. Okay. We'll Just as a lazy see. day to go hang out. I might be able to join you. So make sure you make make sure you let me know before you go. Yeah, absolutely. I won't be able to fly. No, but, you won't. But that's okay. I you can, can be you can be on camera duty. Yeah, which is usually what I'm at anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Even when I'm flying, I'm flying the camera. <laughs> we need to figure that out or switch that up so that you, we can get some good video of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, I mean, that looks like all we've got today, this week. It just, with all of the things going on and everything changing up, it just ended up being a, a slow, slow RC a week yeah. or a couple weeks. And um, I I'm trying to think of other projects. pretty sad. Oh, what is this thing back here oh, that okay. you, you got going on? So before Stephen came over, I he was a little slow getting over here. So I started working on another airplane. Yeah. So a year ago, I inherited from my younger brother a, I forget, I don't know the wingspan of this thing. 50-ish inch wingspan RC plane. Yeah, what's it, that? That looks like it's a meter and a half. I don't know. I'm still, I'm not good at the conversions. I'm trying to get better at using both u units of measurement, but yeah. I'm not good at converting. Um, so I, w I started work on the wing, as you can see here in the video. I took the covering off of half of it because the story goes that before my brother got it, it sat at his friend's house for who knows how long, just hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> Had a gas engine in it, in it and everything. I've got that taken apart and put in a box somewhere on my shelves. Have you uh, ran that yet? No, I haven't run any gas engines yet. I need to get new fuel. Okay. Um, but I there was some, seri some serious body damage, to, not serious, but there was some body damage to the fuselage, so I 
uncovered that whole thing so that I can replace some balsa. Yeah. Like the whole tail section, like the horizontal and vertical stabilizers, uh-huh. are not connected to it at all. I need to re-glue them on. Whoa. Okay. So there's there's some serious work I need to do. And I figured I've taken the covering off the fuselage. Might as well take it off the wings and recover them anyway. It's a nice plane. Should fly great. It's a float plane. I've got the floats for it so I can fly it on water. That is pretty awesome. My end goal with this airplane is to convert it to electric power so it's cheaper to fly. Okay. Because just with how expensive glow fuel is, I want to really make sure the planes that fly it are special. Yeah. Um, and if I do have any huge models, I'll where's, probably put gas engines in them. Where's the bottle, body for that? It's hiding behind everything. Oh. See underneath the green oh, wing? Yep, I see it back yeah. there. Okay. Um, so I'm going to limit what flies on glow. Bigger airplanes will fly on gas because it runs off just regular two-stroke gas. Yeah. And then other airplanes will be electric. But this one I'm going to convert to electric. Um, that should be a fun project. It will be. I've lo- I've already looked into the engine, I'm, the motor I'm going to put on it, and the ESC size I need, and everything. So it should and be pretty easy. Um, and then it'll also give me, yeah, it'll also give me a good opportunity to practice covering a wing. Yeah. Because if I do terrible on this wing, yeah, it's a bummer I ruined a wing, but it's not. It's not a. I mean, you would have to be really bad to ruin the wing. Exactly. I could do it. Yeah. But I don't think you can. <laughs> yeah, and just recently I actually even cracked part of the sheeting on the wing, so I need to fix that too. Yeah. Um, well, that's going to be a fun project. Yeah, so I, I started mean, uncovering that. There, there's a huge pile of... <laughs> you can't see it, but there's a huge pile of covering scrappings in yeah. front of us. So, yeah, that's what he was working on when I got here. Um, and I, I'm like, yeah, let's talk about that because that's going to be good. So that'll be a fun project. I may um, even also, so on this wing, sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. On this wing, there's a single servo in the center of the wing that controls your aileron movement. And it one servo controls both ailerons. I've disconnected the purple one in the video. Oh, really? They work in conjunction with each yeah. other? So the way it works is on that seems coming a off your weird. servo horn in the center, There, it connects to one rod that goes out to both above both ailerons. And then there's what's called a bell crank so they, to convert horizontal to vertical movement. So if one comes up, the other one goes down? Oh, yes. One goes up, the other goes, goes down, down. So automatically. all about the turning. Yes. There, aren't, there is no flaps okay. or no flapper runs. But what I'm considering doing is removing that whole single servo bell crank system and putting in individual aileron servos so I can have flapper runs. Yeah. Because it's a small plane. It's going to fly kind of slow anyway. But it would be fun just because I'm flying over water to really, to get me out of the water and nicely back onto the water, put the flaps down to get a little extra lift. Yeah, because landing on the water and not landing is not what you want to do unless you bring your waders. Or a kayak. (laughs) Yeah. Something that gets you in the water with minimal wetness. Yeah, all float flies always, there's a kayak present. So yeah, that that is my goal. With this airplane, there's no timeline on it, but it's something that I want to do. It's just I work on it on occasion. So as as we see updates with that, we'll 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 let you know. Yeah. I'm sh- he'll I'm sure he'll post in Instagram. Yeah, so I'll get pictures of this up on Instagram. Put that there. But along with that, hmm. um, we don't really like we didn't put anything in here for beginner tips right now. Now next time, because yeah, I'll probably I've have ordered some stuff. We yeah, we yeah. may have some things, but. Um, 
how about with like stripping off of that and, and changing that out? Have you learned anything from doing that? Mm. Um, is there anything special about because like doing a restoration like you're doing on this thing, a yeah. restoration and a retro, which is what you're doing on this thing. Yeah. Um, is there anything so far that you you've learned that you you might uh, want to share with everybody? So, OK, yeah, I'll talk a little bit about how monocoat works. So or so there's a couple different the covering that is put on balsa airplanes is a heat activated it's it's a heat activated adhesive as well as heat activated shrink coating so it's uh, it, so it has adhesive okay so i grabbed a small piece of the covering that i used you can see in the video to patch the spirit glider it's this transparent red um very thin very lightweight the way it works is there's two pieces there. Okay. There is the covering, and then there is a protective material on the adhesive side. So you pull that off. You pull as that you're off. Putting it on. Yeah. So what you'll do is, if you're doing small patches, you can just peel off the whole thing and just place it on, and then you'll take your iron. You'll essentially. take. Yeah. You'll take. I've got one here in the video. It's a covering iron. You turn that on to a low temperature. Because the, um, I'll explain in a sec. So you turn it on to a low temperature and you touch it to the covering and it will activate the adhesive and glue it to the model. Okay. So like when you're covering a wing, you'll tack it in a couple places or along the main center spar. And then you'll gently stretch it or gently pull on it to the edges and then tack it down along the edges. And then you'll run it along the ribs to glue it to the ribs. And then you'll take a heat gun, like your a hair dryer, your general industrial heat gun. Yeah. And you'll just heat it up and that'll sh heat it up and shrink it so any wrinkles or imperfections will go away. Go away pretty much. Yeah. Now, the tricky thing with this stuff is you want to apply it with a low heat so that if you need to go back and restick anything or re shrink it, you can use a little bit higher of a heat. And so if you start with a high heat, then you're, there's less you can do in the future. There's no fixing, basically. Yeah. And when you're applying it to a wing, you got to do it carefully that it stretches properly. Otherwise, you'll twist your wing. Ah, and that would be bad. That is the tricky part. Yes. Covering a fuselage super easy, you can't really twist that. Because it's a it's a structural frame, yeah, that's pretty but, solid. But a wing that has oh, is lighter weight and is um, there's less, less structure. structure to it. So yeah, a wing you can you can add enough warp that you'll ruin the flight characteristics, and then you've just wasted a bunch of covering material that's actually really not cheap. Like right. a roll of I think ten meters, no less than that, because. Like covering the spirit glider, I think yeah. would take two rolls. Oh, whoa! Okay. So, and they're like thirty bucks a roll. Yeah, so it's not the cheapest. Not stuff. cheap stuff. No. So that is definitely something you want to practice on a smaller one. Mm -hmm. If I mean, if you're getting into the retro or slash, sorry, um, refurbish, refurbish, and slash building just balsa models. If you can have yeah. someone teach you how to do it and help you along, that'll save you all the heartache in the world. Um, but yeah, just start low heat so that you have room to fix. Um, that makes yeah. sense. It's, so. that's what I, that's what I've been doing. I've been cutting little pieces of this transparent red to make patches 
and like I'll I'll peel off the backing, lay it on there, and just run this, over it quickly with the heat gun. Is this the same stuff you wanted to use? You were going to use for my glider, the, yeah. the two rips that I've got uh-huh. on my glider. I think I have a roll of transparent purple up there. Sweet. Or some other. All of the rolls I have are transparent. Okay. Cool. Well, I have a transparent black, green, purple. I think purple, red, and a couple <laughs> others. So, yeah, I've got the nice. stuff that we can cover you up with. So, yeah, w- w- watch for those updates as he, he gets those done. And as I start working on my FPV racing drone, there'll be some stuff on that. So, and on that. Yes. So, oh, finish your statement. No, that was it. That was it. I just okay. watched for those to come out. And yeah. then I was. Because I say we talk about your thoughts so far with. Because we're, we're like. Oh. Your, your racing quad. What okay. are what are your thoughts so far? So um, there are some design. Can, this is a good time to have this discussion. That's true. Uh, there are just so looking at Rob's drone. I yeah. like it. I've never seen him personally fly it. I've seen it fly in mm-hmm. video, but I've never been with him when he's been flying it. It flies really nice. Um, Seems to at least. But there's some design things about it that I'm not a super fan of, and I don't know if that's. Because like f- what he chose, or because it's his first one, or if that's typical for that for that style of racing drone, like pl- component placement and frame layout. Yeah, some okay. of that. Yeah, that that could be all of the above. Yeah, yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. And that's that that's some of the things that I want to look. That's why I want to talk to him about some of the decisions that he went with, and like what would he change if he were to do it all again? Exactly. Gotcha. Um, because, uh, like I said, there's some some layout of it that I don't not a really big fan of. Um, not that it's bad. It's just I would like it to look a little different. Yeah. You know, some of it, and then some of it I would like it laid out a little better. Well, and he's um, even admitted that. He there are things about it he wish were different and cleaner. Yes, yes. So um, and we've talked about some of that too. So, yeah. um, but other than that, I like you know it's what is it's an eight inch um, wingspan, right? Or um, model or eight inch from eight inch wheelbase. Yeah, basically from tip to tip of the frame. Center, is, cent, uh, motor center, center yeah, motor center. Yeah, motor center, motor center is eight inches, I believe, on that. Um, oh. Which is which is. Five inch. Is it only five? five? Inch. Yeah. Oh, okay, but that's still the the same size I want to go through. Um, I also five inches is a good size. Would, obviously, it'll be between the two fifty and the fifty five. You know, two fifty grams and fifty five pound um, weight limit. That's yep. where I'm aiming for. Um, if it's over a couple pounds, you've done something horribly wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, depends on like motor and battery size and different Battery's things. Battery's going like to be that. the biggest factor there exactly um and those are some things like his battery i think is actually pretty big but again i'm not real familiar with other batteries and so those are just some things that i want to talk to him to our friend rob about to get some of his insight of what he's learned um color color and aesthetics and stuff like that he got these leds that when they were working (laughs) freaking awesome like i want those oh absolutely um but i would I might get a different controller uh-huh. that is a little more fancy that can ha- offer a little more functionality when it comes to that. Because I don't really like the way they've modeled that controller for controlling like a- a peripherals. Mm. Like controlling the LEDs is great and it looked awesome. Um, but 
It's a little tricksy. It is. It is. As a reminder, the control, the flight controller on his quad is the Mamba F four hundred seven. Yes, and they have others. It's great flight controller. Works well. He's loving it. Yeah, I he think. does. He loves it. He loves it. It, it. There's nothing wrong with that. I would just. It's not how it's not doesn't have the features or there there yeah I would look at I would start with that one personally and look at all of the features that it says it can do I know what I've seen it do yeah. and then look at what some of the other models can offer me and see if there's any that I really um, am interested in uh, well <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> We're is both it, dying over here. <laughs> well, Utah air quality has been pretty bad lately. So yeah, stupid it's, California it, fires. It's not COVID. It's air quality. But um, so as and as like colors and stuff, I actually am thinking I will stay with like a purple theme since my glider is purple, and I actually really like the way my glider looks. So you do purple LEDs? I think I would do – well, the, the, Rob's will do purple, but mm-hmm. I'll do purple LEDs if I can find a, a purple um, – Oh, like the stands, the, the stands, the posts, and, it, yeah, and stuff. Okay, yeah. get yeah. everything. You know, go everything purple. Nice. I might even, you know, uh, find some gel covering to cover the battery, and so it's purple too. So just keep oh, it, gotcha. like, like keep it purple because I, like I said, <laughs> I like the way my glider looks. The purple it's, people eater. And um, oh, that's a great name for it too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let us just, know if you want a purple people eater T-shirt. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want a purple people eater T-shirt now. Uh, I I think they have them out there, but you know. not not one that has a quad on it. That's true. Uh, we will have to look at doing. We need to something. make shirts. <laughs> I think there might be something that we would have to change something on that. Probably because <laughs> there is you know copyright things on that. One. I, I'm sure that's that song is per- ancient. Yeah, but. that song's got to be free reign now. Um. But anyway, so those are some of my thoughts on that. Uh, you know, okay. I'm, I'm, like I said, I besides that, I, I need to just do a little bit of research and get some information. So I'm hoping to be able to talk to Rob tomorrow, at least for a few minutes about it, mm. um, and cool. get some notes. And since I have a hundred dollars, that'll to get easily started, buy you a frame. Yes, like that'll buy you a good frame. That'll that may not cover your stack. His, he said, for the... His was like $45. Yeah, for both pieces, for the... ESC board and the and flight the controller. flight yeah. controller. It was uh, just under $50. Yeah, which and isn't so bad. That's a good price. Between the two, I figured that is going to ch- basically take the $100. Yeah, because the, then you got to get shipping in there. Yeah. Eh, shipping will be pretty cheap, depending. Depending on where it's coming from and stuff yeah. like that. So... Um, yeah, I'm excited to, to get started on building that. The other nice. thing I'm going to need to get is a new soldering iron, although Rob's got my current one, but I want one more like your Weller. I recommend it. So, and get the extra tips at Absolutely the same time. Absolutely, my word. Um, but, so, yeah, th- those are some of my thoughts on that. Uh, it's not set in stone yet, so pricing, because I don't know if the prices is going to change getting purple, because some places it's like, Oh, these colors are the $5 version. Oh, but if you want these colors, it's the $25 <laughs> version. I'm like, they're the same thing. Why are the colors different? But So we'll see on that as I start digging yeah. in and stuff. Um, but I'm aiming for purple. All right, nice. So those are my thoughts. I'm Anything? going to recommend an F7 board. An F7 board. 
It's the latest generation of boards for the flight controller. The flight controller. Rob's is an F4. Okay. Good board. Capable board. Lots of stuff out there for it. But F7 came out maybe a year ago, several months ago. I don't know. Things are coming out for it now. It is a more capable board. Sounds like a great place to go. It's going to be a little bit more expensive. But I would recommend going. That's the route I recommended going for Rob. He decided to go with the F4, which is fine. The nice thing about going with the older board, and we've talked about this. More support. More support. You have a lot of um, support out there. There's people flying it. They've they've tweaked it. They've done things with it. They know what they can give you and and what support they have. It's 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 out there, which is that the community support is is what can lead you. um, Oh, community support is great. Down a path to to pick a certain thing and since that's out there and he even mentioned that he's like i know there's support for this board out here mm-hmm. because it's not the latest because we had this conversation when we were troubleshooting his latest issue which yeah. he never did figure out what i didn't figure out exactly what no, he, he's, he's just getting a new board isn't he well that's what we had talked about but he came back and changed uh, said some things but i didn't hear everything i don't remember <laughs> everything he said so, because uh, we it was like in passing. It's like oh he, yeah. Because we live behind each other, Rob and I, and so it was like in passing. Oh, I found this out. Blah 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 blah. Okay, thanks. So, <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> okay. So, but speaking of community and influence stuff and quads influencing words, um, I have after our talk with all these quad stuff, I have added to my list of. Future aircraft? A quad. A quad. A quad. Is are you going racing quad? No. Not sort of. Maybe. Maybe. So I've already talked about how I want to build a Cinewoop. Yes. A quad that's designed to be super stable and floaty and video stuff. Yeah. Like my DJI. Yeah. But cheaper. Of. But cheaper. Much cheaper. <laughs> so I've already talked about that. But and then at last time I talked about my Blade Inductrix, which is in the class of Teeny Whoop. Okay. Yeah, we. I remember and that. And I threw out on, I put a post on RC groups in the FPV racing section. Yeah, okay. And I put a question out and said, hey, which, I have an Inductrix, an original Inductrix, which would be better? Modify my Inductrix with a new board, because I'm pretty sure my board is bad. Okay. And put a camera on and create, build a teeny whoop from that, or sure. buy a teeny whoop, or and, build a teeny whoop. And what'd they say? They... Everyone's like, they're cheap enough, just buy a pre-built one. Because I, I, a guy shared a link with me. I can get the Whoop, the charger, four batteries. They run off 1S or 2S batteries, okay. really small. Um, extra props, race, uh, two race gates, and a set of goggles for 120 bucks. That's not too bad. So you're And that's everything I need. You're flying right out of the gate, including having obstacles to All I'd have to do is plug it into my computer to make sure the programming's how I want it. Yeah. That actually is and like twenty bucks, that's actually not too bad. I can like and that's a super cheap set of goggles, but still it's a place to start. And that's the nice thing is is like something like that, like you can start there, but it looks like you can then upgrade as you uh-huh. need. Yeah. So then the way the teeny whoops are produced and manufactured and sold is you can buy everything replacement parts every piece replaceable yeah it's like my other and it's brushless motors nice super tiny 
like real like the size of a dime in diameter and like a few stacks of pennies a few pennies high and like 16,000 nice. kV. Whoa. So 16 16,000 revolutions per volt. Yeah. So super fast little buggers. Yeah, they probably scream at you. Oh yeah, they're super. They're they're quick little buggers, but I can set it up to fly in stabilized mode, horizon mode or acro mode. Yeah. And they're perf- and they've got ducted fans, so protected blades. So they're perfect for tearing around in your house with. Not your house. Not my house, but I'd do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the bigger ones, like so the one I'm looking at is you can get 65 millimeter which is two and a half inches. Yeah. Um, 75, which is three. Okay. Or 85, which is roughly three and a half. I'd get... and So those are a little bit smaller than my drones. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So the, the guy that I've been talking to on RC Groups, who answered my forum post, he said the 65 is great for inside. The 85 is great for outside, even with a little bit of wind. Oh. And the 75 bridges the two beautifully. Like, you can fly outside in gentle wind, and it's perfect for inside. Okay. So I'm going to go with a size 75. Nice. Um, the one that I'm looking at is made by Happy Models. It's called the Mobula 7. Okay. It has an F4 board. The okay. F7 boards haven't hit m- tiny whoops yet. Yeah. Um, it's on it's on its third version now. Okay. So it's got a upgraded frame that I think you can put a little LED light on the back of it. Because LEDs, you always want more LEDs. Exactly. <laughs> um, brushless motors. It's got the camera and transmitter, video transmitter built into it. You just connect your goggles to it. I've been looking at different ki- types of goggles, and I don't want to spend $300 on some really nice ones. But, but I want the some thing about decent getting ones. the $300 goggles. I'll never have to replace them. You won't have to replace them, and you'll be able to take them from... Everything. Device, device to device. Well, and I'll do, be able to do that with any set of goggles. Yes, but, but your three hundred pair, of go- your three hundred dollar goggle is going to be really nice. It's true, and like Rob, so the th- there's two different types of FPV goggles. There's the box goggles, which mm-hmm. is what Rob has, where it's this big box. It looks like an Oculus Rift on your face. Yes, a little bit longer off your face, but it's got a fight like a five inch LED screen or LCD screen that you stare at. Yeah. And it's focused and adjusted so that you can see it clearly. So that's the, those tend to be on the cheaper side. Good goggles. The nice thing about those is you can typically remove the screen portion. So you can just you don't have to have it mounted to your face. You can have it on like a tripod as okay. a viewing station. Yeah. Um, and then there are um, slimline goggles. I forget the actual name of them. But where it's much closer to your face, there is an individual screen in front of each one of your eyes. Yeah. You can center it in front of your eyes so it's adjusted properly, and then you can adjust the focus on each one. And, that and it gives you, you a much more in, immersive yeah, and style. It, and it'll give you a perceived stereoptics, which is not yeah. true because you only have one camera, but your yeah. brain fills in a lot of gaps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but those, the cheapest ones I've been able to find are $100, and they've got meh reviews. If you get up into the really nice ones where you're looking at three, four, five, seven hundred dollars $700, then you're getting... Um, a diversity receiver and antennas, so you can it'll you can put various types of antennas on it, and it'll find the best frequency to better track and get you the best feed. You like, can get high resolution on them. I mean, if your DVRs built in racing, like if you're doing this as a sport, that's the way to go. That's the way to go because you don't want to have glitches come in Absolutely. and you miss your 
you miss your flag or whatever, mm-hmm. and or you can't take the turn quick enough because you're glitching a little bit. Yeah, like that's going to cost you tenths of a second, and tenths of a second is what races are won by. Yeah, exactly. So, so I want somewhere between the two. I really like the slimline goggles as opposed well, to the box ones. And like all I'm going to use it for is tiny little quads because I don't really want to get into big racing ones. Yeah, but just tiny little ones to race around the house or that I can just put my camera on any other vehicle I have and turn into FPV. Which will be fun. Yeah, because I could... I and could, then you could also record. Yeah, because you can... Most of, like, the really nice ones have DVRs built in. Yeah, so... So that, there's there's a lot of things I'm considering, but I'm definitely getting myself a Tiny Whoop. That is on my list probably after I get my mini my little Gentle Lady 250 from Will and Illies. Okay. So probably next spring. Yeah, so, well, um, that's probably about getting new phones. <laughs> that's probably about when I'll finish my racer, so. So, yeah, um, that's that's what I'm looking at for next future projects and stuff, but it's it's fun. Well, we added a lot of extra things today that went off of our show notes, which is fine because mm-hmm. we were... Yeah, we it makes didn't, it a little we more hadn't, We hadn't put a lot in there. Um, it's been a busy couple it weeks. It has been, and that's the, the problem with it. But the kids start school. My kids start school next week, Yeah, which I'm super, super excited about. Sure? Just to you get, don't look super excited. <laughs> well, it's to get them out of the house. Um, and my new schedule, I was going to give me something. So I might be able to get some flying done during the week just in the morning you can get some nice early morning breeze and thermal flying yeah so if i can get my glider fixed then i would like to get some of this fall weather morning weather yeah and see how it does so um we'll see i just got to fix it and i'm a little sad that i still have to fix that because i have to fix it but that is what it is (laughs) so um do you have any last comments or words you want to share one last thing so the day we recorded this um (laughs) the friday before it's released flight test just put out a new video okay for little tiny servo powered rc cars so it's two servos, three wheels, a foam board platform, your battery, receiver, and a BEC, battery eliminator circuit, so a voltage regulator. What you do is you mod- you take one servo, you open it up, and you modify it. So instead oh. of being limited rotation, it's continuous rotation. You cut off the limiter. Okay, uh-huh. yeah. But then you also pull out one of the gears so it spins faster, one of the reducing gears. Oh, okay. So it spins faster, and you set that up on your elevator stick. So you get forward and reverse. Yeah, yeah. And then your other servos in the front to turn your two front wheels. So you, your front wheels turn, your single rear wheel spins. Got it. Okay, yeah. And then what they did is they set up little FPV cameras on it, and they raced it around their shop. <laughs> I've already looked into how much it would cost me to get 10 of those servos, $9. For 10 of them? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And then I've looked into some really cheap uh, voltage regulators. Well, I just need to get my C, my you need foam to board fix CNC your fixed. Foam boards, yeah, your CNC foam. Once board. I get that fixed, we can build all those and give them. To let the kids go racing. That'd be fun. So that is another future project that will interrupt everything. Once I get that CNC, you working. have to fix that CNC machine. I'd like to get a 3D printer because that would help me, especially yeah. when I start building my own drone. 
because I'll be able yes. to build some of my own parts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but, yeah, go check out Flight Test's latest video about the little servo cars. They're freaking awesome. <laughs> and they're, they'd be super – well, not they're a little technical to build, but that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> They they sound like they'd be fun. I'll have to check it out because I haven't seen it. You'll I'll have put to a link to the way. video in in the notes. In Perfect. The description. So. Look for that. So, anything else? Look out for our new logo that I'm going to try and design. I'm going to figure. Oh out yeah, how. we were going to talk about that after we get done yeah, recording tonight. I'll show so. them later. But I figured out I I'm going to be able to animate it, and it should be pretty awesome. So watch yeah. for that. I'm excited to see if that actually animates. It won't be on this video. It'll be probably on the next one. Yeah, because you'll have to create it so yeah but there um, you go that i think that's everything unless I, you got anything else i don't have anything else at this time because i didn't Slow have a couple weeks else. Yeah. yeah so um then we'll just With that we'll leave you remember when flying inverted up is down and down is expensive uh rpm is how hard you hit the ground and torque is how far you have to dig to get it out yep. thanks we'll see you on the next one see you guys Bye.